Uncluttered and Unfiltered is brought to you in part by our latest obsession, Pain Cakes. Pain Cakes are the revolutionary cold pack that stick to you so you can stick to your routine. Whether you're pounding the pavement as a runner like me or you're tackling the clutter as a professional organizer like Christine, Pain Cakes has got you covered. Pain Cakes comes in three sizes and can be used again and again. We both keep them in our freezers. And when we feel an ache or a pain, you just stick them on your body. You can do it a hundred times. It's all the benefits of using a cold pack, but no downtime. Find pancakes at pain-cakes.com or at thousands of retailers nationwide. Welcome to Uncluttered and Unfiltered, the podcast urging you to let it go and don't look back with nationally acclaimed professional organizer, Christine Stone and self-proclaimed hot damn mess radio and TV personality, Eden Kindle. Welcome everybody, Uncluttered and Unfiltered, the podcast for women over 50 is back. I'm Eden along with Christine and can't even believe we're sitting here in, an, in another year. It's unbelievable. I can't me. believe it either. So far, so good. <laughs> yeah, things are ticking right <laughs> along. Um, we've got, uh, we've got a, a, a subject matter about being alone to talk about. Last yes. week, though, in our last episode, we delved into Christine's past to find out how she landed on being a professional organizer. That was a question that one of you guys asked us on our Uncluttered and Unfiltered Ladies Only Facebook group. So we spent the episode talking about that. And one thing we learned was you were a flight attendant. Not news for everybody. Right. Some of us already knew that, but... In the course of being a flight attendant, not only did you have to be ultra organized, but you spent quite a lot of time by yourself. So how do you feel like that prepared you? Were you ready for it when it happened or did it, did it sneak up on you that all of a sudden you're spending all of this time by yourself? Well, I think because I was so young, I was, um, I was kind of thrown into it too, because I mean, that's it. You sink or swim when they tell you, okay, you're based in Chicago, have a good life. You're like, okay. So I think I just said, I'm going to give this my best shot. I didn't realize at the time how much time you spend alone. And why is that? Because we don't, as people who are just passengers on the plane, how would we ever know? Well, when you first start out, you are called a very junior flight attendant, meaning you don't have seniority. So you get the terrible routes, the terrible schedules, and you're usually in what they call an extra. So you, an extra is they, if someone calls in sick, they get the extra. the very last minute. So you're on call you back then we had beepers. And so when you're an extra, all the other crew get to go either move on with the next flight or go to a hotel. And then they put you somewhere else. So you spend maybe two days in a city all by yourself. So after a couple of times, I said, either I can hate this job or I can learn to love this job and really explore cities that I've never been to. And so that's what I did. I never stayed in my hotel room. I would eat alone. I would bring a book because back then we didn't have phones or anything. And I would, I would really, really do a lot alone. And I didn't realize till after I left that job, how, what it taught me about the art of being alone. I don't think without that job, I would be able to eat alone in a restaurant, go to a movie alone. You know what I mean? The Mm -hmm. things that you're supposed to do, quote unquote, with people. And 
now I am fine being alone. I don't care ever if I have to miss something. I don't get FOMO. I don't, I really enjoy my time alone. And I think it's because my job is physically exhausting and mentally exhausting. So when I'm home, I enjoy being alone and, you know, with my husband, of course, but we like being, I'm a homebody and I've talked about that before. So being alone does not bother me. So that's why this article, I loved it. So before we delve into that article, I didn't realize how little um, the little amount of time I had alone. Now it's a little bit different for me, but I'm I'm going back a few years. I didn't realize how much I was missing alone time until after many years of this never happening. I, st- I can tell you exactly when it was. It was 2007 because I just started a new job. So I'd started this new job and, um, one of the teams that made it into the final four, my husband said, if this team makes it into the final four, I want to say it was the Hoosiers, but maybe it was the, the, another team in Indiana, just a smaller school. He said, if they make it into the final four, it's going to be in Indianapolis. And I'm taking the kids and we're going, is that okay with you? And I said, absolutely. I can't go. I have a brand new job. I'm right. not going to hit the road. So now for the first time in forever, I'm by myself in my home, no kids, no husband, no TVs on because I'm not the person that has the TV on in the background. It's them. I could be fine with no sound going on in the house. All of the sudden I hear tick, tick, tick. <laughs> I did not know that the wall clock in our kitchen ticks loudly. That's how long it had been since I had complete quiet in oh my, my own gosh. home. I had to take it. My husband came home. He said, why is the clock on the counter with the battery out? I said, I had to climb on a ladder, take it down and remove the battery. It was driving me crazy, Crazy. but it was amazing. I loved it. It was so quiet Quiet. in that house after I got rid of the clock, but I had no idea what I was missing. Now I do have a lot of time to myself in the course of a day, just like, you know, the kids aren't home that, you know, when the husband's at work someday, I get off work early in the daytime and I don't mind it at all. In fact, sometimes I'm most productive in those times. Right. But you came across this article from a site called Your Tango, and I want to make sure we give credit where it's due. And Danielle Page is the author of this article, 10 Beautiful Things That Happen When You Learn to Love Love. Being Alone. I love, I just even love the title. Mm, I do too. When you learn to love, because you have to learn sometimes. It is definitely something you have to learn and really really sit with it. I think, you know, Mm -hmm. see the benefits of it, not the negative parts of it. I mean, we can think about what the negative parts are. You're lonely, you're bored. You feel like everyone's doing something and you're not. The FOMO that goes into that. So number one, you feel more energized. So let's talk about that because it can be exhausting just being around other people. And sometimes being around only one person versus 10 people is even more exhausting because of the attention you have to give. Well, also, I totally agree with that. But as I heard, I can't even remember where, when you go out in public, you have to put a mask on. You have to, you know, not that you don't want to go, but you're meeting new people. 
Okay. Mm -hmm. It's not always the same girlfriends or friends. You're always meeting new people and you want to put your best foot forward. So that's exhausting. Mm -hmm. Um, When you've worked all week, if you don't have time to regroup, that's exhausting. So if you have planned seven days a week, when are you letting your brain rest? True. I've had people ask me because my main job is being on the radio. How are you so upbeat all the time on the radio and laughing and smiling? And I said the same way you are at your job. Yep. You can't walk into a retail establishment and not be greeted by a smile if the person is doing their job correctly. When you answer a phone at your job, you're whether you, you deal with the public regularly or you're dealing with your fellow employees, right. you're still putting on that face. You're yep. still you're still checking your emotions at the door. If you had a rotten day, rotten morning, your car broke down, you still have to to put the smile on your right. face. It's no different whether you're in front of a camera, in front of a microphone, or you're just in front of right. your peers. So it can be exhausting. So you feel more energized um, when, when you're able to skip out on some of those events where you have to do a lot of extra talking to people or listening can be tiring. Listening can be tiring. And I mean, just getting your energy back in, in the rest of the weekend, you may be up for that, but taking a Friday night off or a Saturday night off just to kind of regroup, I think. You won't have to compromise. Talk about that for a little bit. Tell me your thoughts on that. What does that mean? I think when you don't have to decide, what do you want? What do you want for dinner? Where do you want to go? Did you make reservations? What show do you want to watch? What do you feel like? What time should we leave? I mean, just talking like that, it can be exhausting. You know what I mean? Sure. So instead of compromising, you're, you're in charge. You, there's only one person voting, right? You win every time. Right. And you know, I mean, maybe like if you don't have that person, you have to compromise or that group of women or whoever, you know, maybe you're going to, like I was telling you, I'll eat five Triscuits and go to, you know, go watch TV and go to bed girl dinner. You know Uh what I mean? Like it's, it's, definitely when you're around people, everybody has their opinions on what they want to do. No, I don't want to go there. You know what I mean? Yes. So I think um, when you don't always have to compromise and you get a little bit of downtime from that, um, it's rejuvenating. It may not even be that you realize you're compromising. Let me give you an example of that. There's a show you watch with your significant other. Is it your favorite show? Is it his favorite show or her favorite show? Maybe not. Maybe it's just the show that the two of you both agreed on that you can tolerate or both could enjoy, but it's not your favorite show. Right. It's a compromise. So if you're by yourself, you get to watch what you want to watch. You get to eat what you want to eat. Yes. Um, You value your relationships more. How can I miss you if you won't go away? If you're not, if you're always around, (laughs) it's a little much. Well, also when you do decide to go out, You've chosen that. You said, oh, I want to go out with Eden tonight. I know I'll laugh and have a great time. You're making a conscious decision so that when you do go out, you're having Mm -hmm. a great time because you've chosen to be with the people you want to be with. So I I definitely think you value your friendships more, uh, significant other, your brother and sister. When you get a break from people and then you get to choose to be with them again, like you said. And that's where this next one kind of falls in. Your conversations are better when you're catching up instead of your, you have the obligatory weekly phone call, right? The catch up. I'm not saying don't keep in touch with the people that are important to you in your life, but if it's just chit chat for the sake of chit chat, it's exhausting. It can be exhausting. It can be exhausting. You can have a really fun 
catch up session later right. if you've if you've kind of put it off for a little while. Right. I agree with that. Mm-hmm. What do you think about number five? I you become more productive. Absolutely. Of course. I mean, when you give your body a rest, give your mind a rest. It allows you to rejuvenate and be a better person on Sunday, Monday, whatever, whatever time you're taking off. I think everybody needs a little bit of downtime. It doesn't have to be a lot, Mm -hmm. just a little bit of downtime to be more productive. So you're not exhausted. Like for instance, you go out on a Friday night, you have a little bit to drink, then Saturday is almost kind of ruined, especially ladies when you're over 50. (laughs) So I think it's true. And so I think you're not as productive. So, you know, you just have to weigh it all out when you really spend every night out. You know what I mean? And during the time when you're alone, you're being more productive too. It's not just a residual after effect. It's, it's during that time, nobody's around. You can knock some things out, get them done. Right. The, um, The next one, I have to confess something. It's number six is you get to know yourself. Am I the only one? And if I am, that's fine. Who spend some time looking in the mirror and talking to themselves? Not, not, not intentionally. All the time. I do. Yeah. Not intentionally. It's not like I, I say, now I'm going to go have a conversation with Eden. Right. But I might be, because nobody's around and I have nowhere to be or nothing to do. I might stop in front of the mirror and I might, I don't know, maybe I'll play with my hair a little. Maybe I'll... I don't know, right. put on a little makeup or not take or take some off or right. just talk a little bit to myself. I, it's not anything set like you are good enough. You are smart enough. Right. And <laughs> doggone it. People like you. Nothing even like that. I think I don't even know if I speak out loud. I can't even remember if I do. Well, when I'm alone, I usually enjoy, I know you guys are going to find this shocking. I love to try on my clothes. <laughs> I could stand, I mean, I could get in my closet for three hours and try on things and go, what were you th- talking? Speaking of talking, yes. what were you thinking? That color is hitting, you know, I'll talk uh-huh. to myself or I'll say, God, you look good in that. Yeah. Why I mean, we, I right. Never, why haven't you worn that in a I'm while? That's flattering. Yes. I'm going to say yes yeah. to this dress. And I love trying. It's almost like playing dress up for adults. Uh-huh. I love it. I love it too. And making lists of like what I still need in my closet mm-hmm. or, oh, get rid of all those, you know, old stretched out bras and buy. I love it. The rainy days and that are like a dream come true to me. Number seven, you feel less judged. What uh, it says when you throw out suggestions for plans as a group, you're probably used to hearing some competing opinions this way. Nobody's judging you or saying, I don't want to go see that movie. I'm too old for that. Or I'm too young for that. Or right. That seems boring to me. Right. Or I don't like, I don't like that restaurant. It's too Mm -hmm. loud. Yeah, you are constantly being judged. So Mm -hmm. I think taking a break from that when you're alone, you don't have anyone judging you. Talk about this next one. If you would, number eight, you go on better dates. If you, is that because, is that because you're being selective? If you're happy being alone, you won't say yes to a date that doesn't seem worth doing in the first place. But you, you've said yes, because the the alternative is being alone. And that sounds like a bad alternative versus what it really is, which is a good alternative. If you love yourself and you can be alone. Right. I think that you're, you're being choosy, which is a good thing. And then when you get on the date, 
Okay. You're really interested in that person because you are okay being alone. So you really chose that person to listen to them, hear them, get to know them. So yes, I do think learning to be alone helps you in, if you're divorced, widowed, single, whatever it is that you really are more choosy about who Mm -hmm. you are deciding to spend your time with. You feel more confident. Well, gosh, if you've, that's number nine. If you've spent time trying on all your clothes and having a good (laughs) talking to you in the mirror, you're going to be more confident, aren't you? Well, I think you feel more confident when you, when you learn you're not trying to be competitive. You're not trying to, uh, you know, be everywhere all at one time. So now you just are sitting with yourself and you're happy. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're really happy. And so when you do go somewhere or you do meet someone, you feel, you feel so much better about yourself. That's what I found when I really learned not just to be alone, but to learn to be happy and mm-hmm. alone. It, to me, it was like life-changing. I really thought, you know, cause you don't really learn that in your youth. I think, mm-hmm. I think it's something you learn as you get older. I agree with that. I agree with that. I think it, it, in our youth, we're so, we're so let down if we're not a part of the team or yes. the friend group, or if nobody is available to play with us or yes. to entertain us yep. and kids that can entertain themselves. And I'm not talking about screen time, right? The kids that can entertain themselves are the ones that are going to move on to being able to eat alone at a restaurant and, right. and go to the museum that nobody else wants to go to. Number 10, you have more freedom. Well, I think all of that feeds into having more freedom, wouldn't you say? Yes. I think um, you have the freedom to choose what you want to do and what you don't want to do when you learn, hey, I don't really want to go do that. I'd rather be alone. You know, I don't mind being home alone. You all go do that. Yeah. Uh, I think that is part of of growing up and becoming, because you're not saying yes to everything that you really don't want to do. So I think learning to be alone does give you that freedom to feel good about yourself, make wise decisions, be around the people you want to be with. And you're not forced into doing anything, even out of the emotion of I'm being left out. Agree. Agree. And and I I think when you, when you talk about being alone, you know, some people listening might say, listen, I didn't choose to be alone. I I'm divorced or I'm widowed or, uh, you know, what another circumstance I didn't choose this. And we, we do understand, please understand. We understand the difference between your husband went golfing for the day alone. And, you know, there was, there's been a tragedy. We do understand that. But at the crux of it all, what we're suggesting is that, um, there are some upsides to being alone in, you know, all, all things else being equal. And, um, we wanted to see the upsides to it. And I think we have, I I think think so too. And I think no matter how you got to the situation to be alone, taking the time to learn, to love being alone, that way you're not rushing into anything. Mm -hmm. You are learning to know more about yourself as a person. And so I think no matter how you got to be alone, it can be such a loving thing for yourself to really learn what it's like to sit and with your thoughts, with, you know, 
not, not looking at what everyone's doing on social media and being okay with just, this is the decision I've made and I like it. And also if you're somebody who feels like being alone is a terrible thing, if you ask me if I want company and I say, no, I'm good, don't take it personally. <laughs> I just, it means I have plans with someone else and that someone else right. is me. Right. I love that. That someone else is me. <laughs> it's a bigger name on the other line is what right. my husband used to always say, oh, what you got a bigger name on the other line? Yeah. I'm like, yeah, myself. Yes. I do. I, I, I'm going to go by myself. Everyone, um, as much as we're telling you, we want you to feel comfortable being alone. We also want you to know, we want you to be a part of our group. Yes. Uncluttered and Unfiltered Ladies Only is a Facebook group that has really grown. It is thriving. We want you to be a part of it. It is as big or as small as you choose to make it. We would love if you would share this podcast with at least one friend, Yes, your sister, your girlfriend, your mom, your grandmother, your neighbor, your cousin, just tell one person, if you would do that for us, we would be eternally grateful to you because that is, that is what grassroots programs like this need. Right. And, uh, all the other things too, that you hear on every other podcast, the subscribe, the likes, all of that. But most importantly is the word of mouth. To yes. Us. So Please let us know if there's something specific you want to hear on this podcast. And in the meantime, remember, when it comes to making plans just so that you're not by yourself, you can let it go. And don't look back. Hi, it's Eden. Christine and I absolutely love bringing you Uncluttered and Unfiltered the podcast for women over 50. For the first time, we're asking you for your help. A one-time or monthly donation from you will help us with production costs and help us grow this awesome community. Find a link to make a donation in our most recent show notes in our Uncluttered and Unfiltered Ladies Only Facebook group pinned to the top or on our Uncluttered and Unfiltered Facebook page. And in advance, thank you.